are getting ready with our next speaker our next speaker uh, our next speaker for the day is kanika mithil kanika is proud to drive revenue for twitter india's largest business portfolio with this role intersecting marketing technology digital first thinking and culture she has found a passion that she can drive hashtag purpose i think we all need to find our purpose we are i mean we just can't be plain educationists before twitter she was the marketing head at reebok and led the brand through a number of noteworthy milestones disrupted the market with a women's first approach career hashtag fit to fight and hashtag girls fight campaign with kangna rao breaking stereotypes and addressing issue of gender pay gap and eve teasing move to an always on digital approach with focus on content influencer and community marketing and a mobile first omni channel strategy and implementation spearheaded thought leadership with hashtag fit to fight awards youth talks fit india survey etc the list is again long her recognitions are asia's top 50 brand leaders in the cmo asia awards singapore leadership award at the femina world leadership awards in february 2017 special mention in impact's most influential women in marketing and media and many many more so over to kanika i think kanika will bring another uh, perspective uh, what uh, abdul brought was totally different at one kanika is bringing on the table is what we are waiting for so over to kanika thank you so much madhuri that was a very generous introduction um and i hope that i can do justice to the expectations all of you might have from this we are side. looking forward <laughs> thank you so much um let me begin by saying that it is such a joy and a privilege to be here you know in front of all of you today and the reason i asked you know when i got the invite i found it very interesting and very different from all the events that i have participated in in the past and the reason i picked up the invite almost immediately was because i thought that there cannot be a better forum for me as as a citizen of this country and as a parent to express my deepest gratitude for the for the outstanding work the education community has done last year for our children i i truly believe that uh, i think you know along with the medical community the one community that really took the challenge of the pandemic head on and nurtured our children through it was this education community and i just want to pay my deepest respect and deepest gratitude from the bottom of my heart to all of you and many others who are perhaps not on this call but just taking the opportunity today to say that i think we just owe you a huge debt um i cannot even begin to imagine like how hard it must have been last year but for all of you to pivot so amazingly not just from a point of view of you know planning the lessons and planning the lesson delivery in a different way altogether in the virtual world but literally picking up an entire new skill set of delivering education over a video call and then guiding students through so much of resilience and grace and patience as they themselves were navigating a completely new environment is 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 just absolutely awe inspiring so um i think um, i think we have to learn from you i'm not sure what we can even you know sort of uh, 
uh, do around skill education for you all who have just been leading this movement from the front uh, so gratitude and respect for that and from my perspective i just want to add like just a few things which i have learned over the last one year and i thought that they may be interesting for all of you just to know uh, so thank you um and uh, i think moving on um i think two three things that i did want to touch upon was uh, you know when we look at the environment around us it is so different in the last one year the the change has been humongous and it has had impact on us not just physically socially but also mentally as well um and i have been in a number of conversations where i think one of the interesting things that is coming out and it is for us to embrace that and see how do we manage that for our our respective communities is the whole social awkwardness that will emerge once this pandemic is over uh we have become so uh, used to now of being in our home of being in a restricted and a limited environment with just a few friends and family that when we are now stepping out and we are trying to engage at the level we did earlier it is actually creating awkwardness there is a feeling to run outside and talk and meet but the moment you do that for a few minutes you want to run right back inside and then sort of go back into that cocoon which has become your comfort zone over over the last one year or so and while we are talking about so many things when it comes to you know this pandemic and all of those other things i think this is one so to say potential challenge and topic that perhaps we are not addressing enough um and as we move forward i mean you know with the vaccination rollout and maybe another year down the line it could become you know life could go back god willing to how it used to be and i think that is when there will be this new challenge of social awkwardness that we might have to deal with so i wanted to table this thought uh you know in front of such leading educationists that how do we prepare uh you know people that we interact with and the people we influence through our work for this era and for this you know new thing that might come our way um and you know as i did more research and i spoke to more people about it the other thing that came up you know under the gamut of social awkwardness was the impact that it is having on on existing relationships and the way we are nurturing uh, new relationships so while there has been you know this whole feeling that okay let's go back to our old friends who have who we have not spoken to for years altogether uh, or uh, you know maybe maybe cultivate new relationships that can help us because we need different kinds of supports in this pandemic year um the question however remains that are these you know are these new found relationships that we have made in the last one year whether they will stand the test of time or whether the social awkwardness of coming back to normality will actually you know prove to be a true test of whether these relationships are here to stay or not and how do we then therefore knowing that this challenge is about to come build that empathy and build that consciousness in the people around us so that through the sheer awareness of what is coming our way we're able to consciously work on it and be like at the forefront of perhaps solving for this possible social awkwardness um so that was the first thing i wanted to table with all of you the second thing i wanted to talk to you about was you know the role of social media and and the and the and the changing gamut of what social media represents today 
So I do know that, of course, a lot of us enjoy social media from a point of view of, you know, putting our pictures out there and engaging with our friends and family. Um, and it's 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 a lovely distraction, and you kind of you know it just it just changes your mood completely. And you know, today you are able to engage with hundreds and thousands of friends, um, of course, with your professional network as well, and and so on and so forth. But that is just one aspect of social media. And while that aspect is part of what we do the the one aspect i did want to highlight was that how are you personally as leaders embracing social media and can you use it therefore to develop a tone of voice and to develop a point of view that is unique to you and your social media handle or profile then becomes your voice or a tool of amplifying the absolute richness of resources that you already have in your mind and then sharing it forward of course So the second theme that I did want to sort of put in front of this group was how do you leverage social media to create your tone of voice? Um, for example, can you talk about some experience of yours that you have had in the past in mentoring a student or receiving mentorship yourself, and maybe that changed your life and gave you a new perspective? Or maybe you talk about your personal journey when you adapted to what happened last year and maybe share it with others through the power of social media. or maybe you know something else that you did which was interesting in terms of how your curriculum has panned out and what are the new skills that you are giving to your students and so on and so forth the point is that while we use social in one dimension which is friends fun and family and in the other dimension which is more professional and we talk about you know the whole piece from the angle of our professional hats and the jobs that we do uh, what i really like to do is take a pause here and ask all of you to reflect that can you use it also to have a really solid voice of you as an individual you who is an amalgamation of these two things your personality personally and of course what you drive professionally and i think uh, particularly coming from you it will make a huge difference it will make a huge dent on social media the people who are currently putting their voice forward are mostly from corporates but believe me that is not enough we need people like you we need people from the medical community really come out and talk and speak and put their point of view and the kind of inspiration that you will be able to create would be next level altogether and i want to just make an open offer therefore to everybody in this group that if anybody would like to sort of come together and have twitter do like a detailed executive engagement session where we walk you through what's a great way of building your twitter profile and having that point of view we would be happy to do that and support it you know maybe the banker can get in touch with me offline and we can set it up um but just to share with you a few high level tips and maybe get you interested and excited uh, maybe i can give you three to four tips that can um just sort of you know help you get started to the next level altogether i think um i think the number one thing would be that start to put out content at least four times a week that has nothing to do with your personal uh, bucket or your professional bucket but it has gotten to do with you as an individual share a life story share something that you read that you found inspiring something that you watched on netflix that you particularly enjoyed or any conversation that you had over maybe a, a virtual conversation over a cup of coffee with somebody which uh, which gave you something very interesting to think about uh, so start putting those out there initially they will be Uh, some degree of discomfort and initially there will also be this whole discipline issue where you know you may not be consistent you may do it for a week and then you will leave it for a week and so on and so forth but believe me it doesn't matter at all i myself sometimes are 
Um, I, I myself very often I'm not super consistent on social media, uh, but I'm getting there. And I think I share my example because I know a lot of us, you know, face the same conundrum and challenge where consistency becomes an issue. And my personal learning has been that stay at it. Don't let the inconsistency demotivate you in any way, but just sort of stay at it. So I think the first tip would be that at least you know, consciously plan for four pieces of content and let them be unique to you. You know, they should reflect your thinking and it, it need not always be serious. It can be something really fun around something that you have experienced, read or watched or music that you have listened to or a nice joke that you came across or it could be something which is simply reflective. The second tip to you would be irrespective of consistency or inconsistency or the number or the volume or the quality or the quantity or the kind of engagement you are getting ignore all of that just keep doing it and i promise you that over a period of time you will build a rhythm and your content will be so well received it is going to start giving you such amazing engagement that you will start coming back on your own and becoming consistent and after that you will just be a social media star and that's what is needed from a community such as yours so that would be my second tip keep at it irrespective of any conundrum that you might come across the third thing that I'll say, which is I think special to this community is because you engage with like, you know, so many people at the ground level, you have the ability to actually influence uh, many people on social media that are in a position of power or in a, in, in a position of responsibility. I'll take a quick example of if, and, and um, you know, I'll just use Twitter just as an example here. Um, so, you know, many years ago, there was a movement that happened on Twitter, which was called hashtag Lahukalagar. And uh, Lahuga Lagan essentially, I mean, you all know that it means the black tax. Um, and what that essentially meant was, sorry, just give me a moment. Yeah. And what that essentially meant was that so many women on Twitter actually came forward to say that lift the tax on sanitary napkins. And eventually that led, you know, it resulted in a legislative change in the country where the tax was actually removed on sanitary napkins. So that was the power of a movement and an influence uh, which a community of people brought on together. So, so therefore the thought that, you know, as, as, a, as a little tip, as a small tip that I want to leave you with is that you actually have so much amazing material with you that if we, you know, for, for things that are important, let respect to our environment or any any other topic that might be close to you you hold the power to actually influence those who are in a position of influence um, so it would be amazing to see you use that and leverage that and just take it to the next level um, and I think for that like a like a little thing that I would say is figure out what is that one or two things that really mean something to you like um, like ma'am said at the beginning everybody needs to find their purpose so find that you know one purpose that gives you maximum satisfaction and joy and then go after it visibly and demonstrate that passion for it on social media and that voice and that influence and that that eventual outcome will really come through and the last and the fourth tip i want to give you as you sort of you know build your social media brand and presence uh, would simply be that just get a little bit savvy on the style of content that you're putting out so it's not anymore just about like a nice photo it's a lot more about create a culture uh, create a culture which is inspired from gifs it is inspired from memes from short videos from even voice messages or you know um, anything else which is just a nice and a fun representation of 
you know content that people would like to consume so do look at what are the different formats of content that is being spectacularly enjoyed on social media and then adapt your messaging into those forms of content it will take some learning and take some practice but i i can assure you that um it will be a skill that you know which will give you a lot of dividend in the future so familiarity with the newest forms of content on social would be my last tip on on this topic which is you know overall just to bring it together uh if if you if you can just create like a tone of voice on social using these tips it would be amazing um and the third piece and i'm i will you know with this third piece i will also just bring my um presentation to a close uh would be i think what i have been thinking about in the last particular year particularly is how do we start engaging the student community at the largest levels in an online scenario i know that between schools there is a lot of engagement that happens through different kinds of competitions and different kind of meets but the pandemic has changed that and how do we then therefore now innovate really innovate within this idea of engaging students virtually across schools across colleges and then just taking them to the next level altogether and giving them an experience that can be so valuable to them tomorrow when they apply for colleges abroad or any other courses even in india for that matter so i just want to take the example of an initiative that i'm putting forth um in the next you know next few weeks and would love to hear from you maybe afterwards um how we can partner or you know maybe just i'm just or maybe just sharing this will you know will lead to something new altogether so the initiative is dear india uh, sorry i think somebody is saying something on the chat box so i'll take a look at that okay i think they're still writing so the initiative initiative that i want to talk to you about today is called dear india where dear is drop everything and read and india is just a spin on the word india it is spelled differently and this is an initiative which is meant to inspire reading in young children or for that matter anybody um and the idea behind this initiative is to bring together students from across the board and just get them to a point where they are sharing their tips they are sharing their content on a common platform and really getting others to engage with that content and inspiring parents and young children to read and to read more i think the more that we read i have i have i mean i don't need to say it like it's the best thing that kids can do but i think particularly with the increased screen time and the fact that they are at home and not going to park so much i think reading is all the more important and i think the beauty of doing this kind of an initiative is that it will bring students communities colleges and you know together in a much larger way because it can be done in a virtual format so scale and timing and efficiency is not an issue it's just about bringing together um you know the right set of people and having that vision and kicking it off in such a way that they can be amazing impact at all levels so i'll take a pause here i think these are the th three things that i wanted to speak to you about today and i believe that i have just run out of time so i'll take a pause here now thank you nihari akka thank you very much i know where to go now I uh, I'm one of those antique models in the education industry. I call myself antique now. Um, in 2005, we had won an award from the U.S. government. It's called Doors to Diplomacy Award, where we had done a website for the competition way back in 2005. I'm talking about, and mm. uh, we were invited to the White House to get our award. We were state guests. Uh, wow. 
for the US government but at that point in time there was no social media so it was only print media and electronic media which captured it and you know i wish we had got it today like if we had i mean if we could get it way back in 2005 today it would be much more easier we had those uh, you know floppy disks where we would put our records there were cds also weren't in so it uh, during that moment we have done this but i wish social media was there at that point in time to take care of this and i know where to go now to get my twitter handle in place and my yeah. entire image and you brought a new perspective that you know bringing peer together through social media bringing these competitions um it's a great idea i love your idea of peer india thank you so much we move